Could love our gracious queens Our true outrageous queens Their time has come United Queendom This is Davina DeCampo and you're listening to the United Queendom podcast. United Queendom is sponsored by Q Bar, who provide the best gay night out in London. Enjoy Q Bar, Q Club, Little Q and She Bar in Soho every night of the week for drinking, dancing and, despite the name, limited queuing. Now let's get on with the show. Fuck the Oscars. Fuck them. Fuck the Grammys. (laughs) Fuck the Brits. Sam, you fucked a few Brits. (laughs) And a few Oscars. Oscar Pistorius, just don't go to the bathroom afterwards, that's what I said. <laughs> it was legless. The new all... <laughs> you were probably legless. <laughs> and everyone was stumped. Oh, um, God! So... <laughs> you haven't even started, it's already appalling. Oh, we're picking up right where we left off. Oh my God, I've got a bubble. Not a social bubble. You know when you get a bubble in your throat? Yeah, I usually try and keep it for as long as possible because you've got a funny voice. Yeah, because it's nasal. I just had some Cadbury's chocolate and it just bubbled in my throat. Oh, anyway, sorry. Um, that's what it, God, that's what it, that's what it was, the, was from it? The get-go. <laughs> <laughs> so as I was saying, fuck all those other award ceremonies. There's a new award ceremony in town that everybody's talking about. Well, they're not, but they will be. And it's called the Toscas. <laughs> and it's United Queendom's award ceremony where we do a cheeky take <laughs> and review of the year that's passed or... Not past yet, but hopefully we'll be over soon. It's the awards that no one's talking about. The awards that no one asked for, no one knew they needed, no one knew they wanted, but once they listened to, realised that no one cared. cared. (laughs) (laughs) The Toscas, hosted by myself, Ed Dyson and Sam Dowler. We're reunited. Yay, Queen's reunited. This is the longest we've gone without officially recording together because we had a long string of interview episodes. I know, Each more hilarious than the last. Oh, but without the addition of the Sam Dowler outrageousness, exactly. uh, there was something missing. Oh. But we've got it back in the room. Thanks. Look into the eyes, not around the eyes. It's Stalin Panache. Panache is back, babes. Oh, <laughs> can I just say one thing before we dive into the awards? Mm-hmm. Um, I love Spotify Wrapped, which is for everyone who has Spotify, it tells you what your most listened to um, things oh. of the year are, music, podcasts. And this year I was really pleasantly surprised because quite a few of you listening, I mean, most, I think most people listen on Apple, but the, those of you that do listen on Spotify, um, we featured heavily in your most listened to lists and a few of you tagged us on stories or sent me emails or sent me WhatsApps. And I just want to say I'm very grateful for that. I um, just love that we charted. Yay! We charted just like just like Kylie Minogue with our brand new album Disco. We went straight to number one. Actually, we were a lot of number twos, <laughs> which is ironic because we talk about a lot of number twos. Um, <laughs> but yeah, next year we want to be even more listened to. So those of you listening on Apple, move over to Spotify because we want to we want to be the most listened to podcast in the whole and world. Tell your friends. Tell your friends. I mean, you probably don't have friends, otherwise you wouldn't be listening to us. But I mean, if if, if you know anyone, neighbours, milkmen, anything like that. Tell your friends to listen, otherwise you'll kill them. Yes, Yes. that's good. Especially if they're old and vulnerable. Tell tell them that you're going to go and get them some food from the shops and then threaten them after. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so bad. Shall we do our first award? So how we're going to do this is... We have categories, but Sam and I necessarily don't always agree yep. on the winners. So we so can discuss gonna... the nom- We can discuss nominations for each category and then agree or disagree on a winner. Absolutely. So the first category is 
Queen of the Year. Ooh. It's not Halloween of the year, it's Queen of the Year. Ooh! <laughs> Ghost of the Year. So Queen of the Year can mean a number of things. It could be drag queen. Obviously, we talk a lot about drag queens. It could be queen as in Elizabeth. It could be queen as in Queen of Pop Madonna. Mm-hmm. Yep. Any kind of queen. So Sam, who are you thinking we're nominating? Um, do you know what? I'm going to be boring AF and say that the winner of the Queen of the Year for the United Kingdom, I think, should be... Her Majesty the Queen of England. Oh, wow. The reason I'm saying that is because... Um, it's because since The Crown came out, and since... It's and, not a documentary, And makes it, um, she's had quite the beating uh, this year, um, you know, by, whether by true or not true, um, as her life's played out. Not as much of a beating as when Phil, Prince Phillips had a drink. <laughs> and and he, goes for, he goes for a little Joe. joyride. But also, um, I, th- <laughs> I think that... Um, yeah, she, uh, she and she came out and she spoke to the nation during the lockdown. Uh, she's also ninety two, so she's going to get the um, she's going to get the vaccine first, and she's going to tell us when she's had the vaccine. I mean, for a ninety two year old woman and the Queen of England, I think she deserves a friggin' award for that. If being ninety two is a reason to be nominated, then you should be nominated. <laughs> Sam. I'm too late. I'm ninety four. No, we can't give her any more accolades. We're already paying for her with our t- hard earn taxpayer money not that I've been paying taxes lately but I mean <laughs> use your imagination no I'm not tax jo- dodging but because I'm self-employed I don't know if it's the same for you Sam they didn't make me pay in July I think, I think that is that true or am I just I'm not, not paying I think that's a lot of TMI right there we were talking about the, the, the award for the biggest queen <laughs> we don't need we don't need to know about your finances um so I mean I, I, I'm not going to allow the Queen to win this. We both have to agree okay, fine, on the winner. Fine. I mean, um, I, her speech was good. I really enjoyed the crown, but if anything, the crown just made me more convinced of her part in Diana's death. So <laughs> that documentary, The Crown, that hard-hitting factual documentary. Do you know what I do think? I do think agree with what the culture minister said when he said that it should say at the beginning that it is based on real events, but things have, but um, scenes have. It does, doesn't I don't know it? If it does. It's what does it say that scenes have been created for the purpose of drama? A bit like on Drag Race with the Sherry Pie warning. You need the every every episode at the beginning. <laughs> Sherry Pie. Now there's somebody who should win Queen of the Year just for being a dirty bitch. Go on. What's your what is your um what is your first what's your nomination then for Queen? Well, I'm gonna nominate Harry Styles. <laughs> and hear me out. We probably a white potentially straight man wouldn't maybe be everyone's first choice for queen of the year but i love this dress thing he's done i know everyone's been talking about it and making a big hoo-ha as they do but i think obviously as gay people drag queens trans people we're always banging on about our rights as we should but it's in our interest but when mm. we have allies like harry assuming he's not gay i mean i think he probably think has such he, a dick let's he, call he's, a spade a spade already said that he was um he was pan as in, um, did he? I think he just said he's open to anything. That means you're pansexual, I suppose, doesn't it? It certainly doesn't. It's um, a, a, a straight man wouldn't say he's open to anything. That's true. If he's pansexual, then I identify as a pan because <laughs> I, I want to get sexual. I want some of that. <laughs> Even if he's wearing a dress. But I loved that, and I love because he's so successful. His album did really well this year. He's mm. really famous. He stars in perfume adverts. It'd be really easy for him to just rest on his laurels, mm. carry on being in Hollywood films. Instead, he chooses to put himself up for 
ridicule, mm-hmm. really, which he was by some people. Mm-hmm. And I just think, you know what, Harry, I'm going to recognise that. You're hot, mm-hmm. you're kind, mm-hmm. you, you're with us, and we're with you. So I would nominate you for Queen uh, of the Year. A young blood came out the other day and said that he fancied him as well. Youngblood, the rapper. I don't know what Youngblood is. The thing is, right, which I do like about Harry Styles is that he is sort of being a trailblazer for young people um, who want to experiment with how they dress, who want to experiment. Like, he's he's a bit of a trailblazer in the fact that he is doing all of that and he's talking, you know, openly about sexual, sexuality, which so many pop stars do at the moment and actors and actresses, which is fantastic and it's becoming less of a big deal. Um... Um, okay, so um... <laughs> I call my ass Shaftesbury <laughs> Avenue. I don't know about you. <laughs> I, I, I call it the I call it the Hell Mouth. Um, so I think <laughs> I call it the Grand Canyon. <laughs> I so I'm going to conf- I'm going to agree with you and say yes, he gets Queen of the Year. Harry Styles, our first award goes to you for Queen of the Year. And um, he hasn't sent a video acceptance speech. Um, I'm not sure why. Um, Probably because we haven't actually reached out because we know he's got better things to do. But we know that this is a career-defining moment for him and something that will take... I imagine when Harry Styles dies one day, it will be... This will be listed as one of his most prestigious awards. Um, I have to agree with you. United Queendom Tosca winner... And also a member of One Direction, I think. Yeah, maybe. The last bit's, you know, touch and go. (laughs) And our next award is Twat of the Year. Oh, no, sorry, Cunt of the Year. (laughs) Cunty Twat of the Year. Cunty Twatty Cunt. Twatty Cunt. Oh, that sounds like a sequel to Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. (laughs) Twatty Twatty Cunt Cunt, Twatty Twatty Cunt Cunt, how do you do? Sorry. (laughs) Where are you? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Sam, have you got a nomination? Uh, mm, cunt of the year. See, it's so there are so many <laughs> to choose from this year. Um, <laughs> and it's, um, it's very easy to go for Mr. Donald Trump, um, but he yeah. has been cunt of the year for so many years running now. Um, I don't think he deserves it. It's like when Ant and Deck win the National Television Award for the fifteenth time. It's like, sorry, give someone else a chance, Donald. We we definitely think you're a cunt, but you you're not <laughs> yeah. worthy of our award. No, he's not. He's not worthy of it. So um, he's not getting it. Um, whereas Ivanka, she certainly is worthy of it. Um, certainly very uh, political, and you know she made out she was going to help. She didn't. Um, she's. Um, I mean, she is keeping quiet about the whole um, <laughs> the whole election fraud thing, which is you know quite good for her. But um, the job, the you know, the damage is done. Um, other than that, uh, let's think, I mean, we could say, I know you want to say Johnny Depp, don't you? Yeah, I just think Johnny Depp is mortifying because, I mean, obviously he's crazy, he's a destructive person and he has lost his looks. I mean, that's the biggest crime of all. But (laughs) I think the thing is that really annoys me about what happened this year and the infamous court cases, Johnny Depp had got away with everything. He had been violent, he'd been destructive, he'd... Um, been unprofessional on sets and he still was one of Hollywood's leading men. Mm. He is the one who instigated this whole court case that's been his Mm. downfall. Mm -hmm. And it's like, um, Amber Heard wasn't vying for blood. Like maybe she should have been. The press Mm. weren't vying for blood. Mm -hmm. Johnny Depp has brought this all on himself and to see someone get away with so much and then have such a massive ego that they still pushed for like... I just think he's a dick. Yeah, it was... um... 
And the thing is, I took no joy in the whole Johnny Depp thing because I do quite, I do quite like him. I like his work. And, um, He's definitely it, talented. There's no it denying that. It was just a huge shame that he... I think it's all down to being surrounded by yes men who would basically would have told him um, that it's a good idea, etc. You'll easily win Johnny. It's like whoever's on that fucking... Because uh, it's what I mean. I got into Here's an argument with Johnny. Here's Johnny. <laughs> I got into an argument with people about it on um, on Facebook. And the thing is, it's that they're like, oh, and they blame, you know, the sun or, you know, Dan Wooden or whatever. Um, when blame the freaking people who are on the Johnny's gravy gravy train, who is basically taking advantage of him for the last however many years. Blame his old manager. Blame, you know, blame these other people who decided it was such a great idea to bring the court case. It was basically going to be his downfall, as you said. It's stupidity. Yeah, and I'm sure he, when we say downfall, obviously he's been dropped from the Fantastic Beast film. I don't think he'll be starring in many family franchises. But, I mean, look at Woody Allen, look at Roman Polanski. Like, you can still survive in Hollywood. I mean, they're not cancelled, cancelled. They're just mm. not going to be on McDonald's boxes or Coca-Cola adverts. Like, I'm sure Johnny Depp in five years' time will still be making millions from the movie industry. I don't think he's over. But I Cena, think rightly yeah, I so agree. we shouldn't have him in a family film with kids watching saying, this is who you should aspire to. Someone who is kind of toxic. So if you think that, that he will um, eventually re-emerge, I mean, he might do, like, you know, art house flicks and stuff like that. I think what, so, yeah. What about Kevin Spacey, then? Well, no, his that's a bit more extreme. That's, like, in the Harvey Weinstein um, category. But, I mean, who knows? Because, I mean, even Michael Jackson, with all those accusations... Um, mm. He still released hit albums afterwards. I think Kevin Spacey, I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think he even wants to be in films again. I think he's given it up as a bad job. Um, and he was... <laughs> he's given it up for a blowjob. <laughs> that, that was his downfall. <laughs> well, um, so who knows? Sexy, yeah. sexy kids, that's his downfall. And, uh, oh, and I, don't, I don't think Kevin Spacey had the same... <laughs> fan base as Johnny Depp but no. in this instance for this award Sam I'm gonna say I think you're right Ivanka deserves this one because um, the Johnny Depp thing was just such a holy mess mm. um, and he's got, he's reaping his, his um, punishments but um, Ivanka she deserves some shade because Trump gets the gets the most of it as he should but I think we need to take a special moment to tell her to go fuck herself and, and my friend, um, my American friend, snogged her when he was at school, and he grabbed her boobs. <gasps> was she a good snog? Uh, he said that she was a very good snog, which is unfortunate. Um, and she had to leave to break wind because I want to Trump. I want to Trump. I think that one through. <laughs> and you did think it through, and you ruined it. Um, I think um, also that she. I mean, she's, she's she's got this whole thing whereby she isn't going to be able to go back to her Manhattan elite. I mean, she thinks she's going to... You know, she's going to think that her, her her Vonka Trumps aren't going to stink when, in fact, <laughs> they are. And she's going to have to... She's going to have to live her life in shame in um, Mar-a-Lago. And good, good riddance to her. Because she used to be fucking... She used to think she was queen of NYC. And um, all of her friends have deserted her, basically, because they've realised that she's just an enabler. Mm. Well, we know what it's like to live your life in shame, and it's no walk in the park. Um, unless you're <laughs> unless, unless you're Kevin Spacey. <laughs> <laughs> That's more of a kneel in the park. Um, <laughs> our next award is for worst oh, film. Oh, I used to love kneel in the park. He was such a good guy. 
<laughs> he got arrested, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he did. <laughs> and we're, we're, we're being negative this year because there's been a negative year. And instead of putting a positive spin on it, we've decided to embrace the negativity. So we're going to go for worst film of the year. Sam? <laughs> they go low and we go to, lower. Basically to the bottom <laughs> of the barrel. <laughs> they go low and we go blow. Um, <laughs> uh, worst film of the year. Um, oh. There haven't been many films, in fairness, because of obviously lockdown. No, it's difficult to because obviously you know there's the, you know, the big the red letter ones like oh I did see um, I saw a hillbilly um, thingy bob the other day. Well, I almost watched that hillbilly elegy on Netflix. Hillbilly I read, elegy. I read the reviews and they were quite. Poor, so I thought I'm not. The gonna... reviews were terrible. Um, so I just watched it because I wanted to see Glenn Close, um, literally close up, looking horrendous. That's what tempted um, me. Yeah. Uh, and can I tell you, I, I liked it. I thought it was a good. I thought it was a good watch. Oh, I mean, it's, it's a Ron Howard film for a start, and it's got those two in it. So it's not gonna. Be, it's never gonna be that shit, is it? I mean, you know, Glenn Close and Amy Adams and Ron Howard. All, I mean, you know, they wouldn't. I don't think they could produce something that was as shit as everybody said it is. And yeah, plus, it's there's a lot, the boxes. And, and there's a lot of virtue signaling from people going like, "Oh, it's you know, it's really anti, anti, you know, hillbillies." And uh, but it was ri- it was it was written by like it was written by the guy of obviously who wrote. <laughs> it is a film of a book about his life, and so it's pretty much true. It's pretty much truth. And he's one of the producers and stuff. So um, mind your own business. That's what some people are like. So therefore, why can't we see it? Yeah, uh, I didn't know it was based on a book, so yeah. that gives it some credibility. The reviews I read were all doing exactly what you said, which is saying it was almost like poverty porn. But now you've said that, Chicken, you've actually persuaded me that this is a film for me. Because I did the same as you. I saw Glenn Close, Ron Howard, and thought this looks good, but then the reviews were like, no, 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 no. Yeah, I didn't... Well, the things I read the reviews, and I thought... I, and what they were saying didn't make me think I didn't want to watch it. Because, um, you know, I, lo- <laughs> I love to see poor Americans suffer. <laughs> oh, me too. Not the suffering, but I do love something about the whole hillbilly cowboy. Well, exactly. Farm that's what I love. I like. Hot. I like that. Exactly. I like. I like all that, and it is a massive section of society over there. So why I don't understand why it is poverty porn to show. Um, so that means you can't do films about um, I don't know poor people in Africa or people struggling in any any, any other country because it's what it's it's poverty porn. I don't. I don't get poor it. people in Huddersfield. Yeah, no exactly. real. Struggling exactly. areas. Well, exactly. I mean, like, the, what's that film? Is it Fish Tank? Um, there's a few, oh, there's I a love few... that film. Michael Fassbender exactly, having sex with a child. <laughs> I mean, what more do you need to know? What's not to love? Doesn't he shag her mum as well? I, I just think... Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, it's stuff good. like that. Or like, or like Beautiful Thing, for example. That is set in, you know, council estate and stuff. And, it's a d- and, you know, and the poverty part of it is part of... You know, it's a character in the film. So I don't see why... It's a bad thing to do that. I mean, is it because it's got Amy Adams and Glenn Close in it? And they're obviously acting as... But we know they're not really poor. You know, it's acting. Well, Mike Myers isn't really an ogre, but, you know, that is acting (laughs) for you. (laughs) Exactly. And Eddie Murphy isn't really a donkey. Well, not from what I've heard. (laughs) (laughs) It speaks to the transvestite that he slept with in the 90s. Apparently he is a bit of a donkey. Um, Divine Brown. (laughs) Divine Divine Bagger Brown. Divine Bagger Brown! (laughs) (laughs) okay so now we've established what's not the worst film of the year Uh, my nomination goes to Tenet the awful um, Christopher Nolan film I feel like we're going to disagree on this which was especially bad because I one of the things I miss the most like many people in the first lockdown was the cinema I am a big cinema goer 
Mm. I work from home, so I love my afternoon trips to the cinema, sometimes alone in the week where it's empty and I can just like relax. Isn't that, isn't that just a porn a cinema? Wank. <laughs> <laughs> and Tenet, because it was the first... Am I saying it right? Tenant, Tenet. David Tenant. Uh, Tenet lady. Ten, T-A-N-E. Like tentative. It's T-E-N-E-T, same forwards as backwards. Yes, T-E-N-E-T. Yes, that is, it is Tenet. Tenet, yes. I had waited so long to get back in the cinema. was so excited. It was the first blockbuster released uh, post uh, the original lockdown and it was long it was shit it was miscast it was badly written it was confusing it was visually stunning I'll give it that it had some great sequences mm. but it's a film that's deliberately so confusing so that it looks smarter than it is and I used to mm. think when I watched films like that I'm stupid I'm not getting it and now mm. I'm older I realise I'm not stupid the fucking film is stupid <laughs> um, are you a fan of his other work? I love the Batman trilogy he did I get the two films mixed up. There's Interstellar and then there's... What's the other one? Um, the one about dream, going into dreams. Um, With Matthew McConaughey and Leo. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I, they're just not for me. I don't like convoluted. I don't like time travel. I don't like science. I don't like... Fiction. Men. Yeah. <laughs> science fiction. Double feature. Sorry. Well, my family went to go and see it and I decided not to because, I mean, I think... I did want to see it, um, but um, I'll watch it on the TV because I think I don't. I couldn't be bothered to sit and be confused because I know <laughs> I did say to my, I did say to my mum, "What did you think?" She was like, "Oh well, I don't really know to be honest. <laughs> I don't really know what happened." And Which that that annoying. is the only review you need because no one yeah. knows what happened. I mean, you dodged a bullet there, Sam, by not watching it. You dodged a backwards yeah. bullet, which if you'd seen okay, the film, you, could... you would get the reference. Um, I'm, it... trying to, I'm trying to think of if there's any other bad film that I've seen that could, that could get that. And, well, you were um... quite scathing about the Witches remake, which we did definitely a special episode on. And it's not the, that's definitely not the worst film of the year. And there I did, haven't there been bits, many, though, at all. There are bits of, it, there are bits of Witches I liked. Um, I, mean, I have a feeling I would, I, would say that I, I would say that James Bond was one of the shit ones because I don't like James Bond. Yes, that was. Uh, I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna go with you. Fine. Yeah. Even though I haven't seen it, but I'm gonna. Worst I'm film, Tenet. And um, keeping up the thread of negativity, negativity. Um, yeah. We're gonna go with worst song. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> what was your worst song of the year? Oh, there are so many of them. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know you liked that Cardi B one. Um, meh. Well, um, for, for, the, for everyone the, like me who has a wet ass pussy, it was a very relatable song, and we finally felt seen, we felt heard. And <laughs> You've just got a wet ass, not a wet ass pussy. The amount of times I, if I had a pound for every time I've said, "Bring a bucket and a mop for this wet ass pussy," I would be a billionaire. So to, <laughs> to hear that represented in the you form just, of a ballad, you just say, "You just say, bring a bucket and a mop," because I've had another accident. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's right. I actually didn't love that song that much, but I did find the video very entertaining. But I don't think it's worst song of the year. But if you want to know, I'm going to go worst song of the year. I'm going to go with "Why You're Always in a Mood." That I play that on my radio show, and it really fucks me off. Uh, who is that? I can't. I can't remember who it's by. It's just really. It's called Mood, and it's really annoying. This is a very well researched awards episode. <laughs> I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to um, say what my worst song is. I could do go it in on. the form of Hum Ting Wong, but you already know what I'm going to say. Um, I did mention no. it on WhatsApp, but you might have forgotten. Okay. 
Okay, I'm going to do a hunting one minute, see if you get it. Bring a bucket anima. Um, it's Justin Bieber, Yummy. And the reason you didn't get it is because it doesn't have a tune to home. It's shit. And the lyrics... I got that yummy, 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 yeah. yummy. It sounds like a Greg's advert when you're getting and, your yums. And also, and also it because um, it comes on my radio show as well. Actually, I see it on there. I just just written down. It just makes it feel a bit queasy. It's like oh yummy. It's so like it's so gross. Oh, first it of all, is. It's gross. First of all, it's gross, and second of all, um, I just think can we? Um, I'm gonna agree with you with that, but can I also add um, Justin Bieber Holy on there as well and say that he can have a double A side of Holy and Yummy. I haven't heard that song, but I did, after Yummy, I don't want to hear any more. Because Justin Bieber's had some really good songs. I know he's like, everyone knows he's a bit of a prick. But like, sorry, what do you mean? Um, no, just, since he's gone Despacito, God Squad, he's, he's, he's had gone some down. good songs, hasn't he? He's gone down the drain since he's gone God Squad. Well, do you know what? Should we change the award? Not to worst song, but worst artist. Yeah, fine. Because <laughs> he's offended us both in different ways and it's time... Yes. To Congrats. add another accolade. Congratulations, Justin Bieber. Um, he did send a video accepting the award, but we have decided not to show it because that's how annoyed we are. <laughs> We've wiped our ass with it and put it in the bin. <laughs> and I needed a good wipe. Honestly, it's been months. <laughs> I heard there was a toilet roll shortage, so I didn't bother. But um... Well, you'd run out of your bucket in your mop, so um, that, was, that was soiled, soiled beyond recognition. <laughs> Macaroni in a pot with this wet end. Um... Right, so the next one, um, we're going to do... Okay, so we've kind of had Queen of the Year, but is Diva of the Year worthy of a different award? Or do yes, you think that's it, is, something? it is different. So Diva of the Year is more leaning uh, towards music, fabulous. Yeah, and, so, I have, I, and there's only one person I want for this. Should we say it on the count of three? Three, yeah. two, one. Kylie! Kylie Minogue! Yes, oh. she should be so lucky. No, she is. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it was the first... She's had an amazing year. We did a special episode on her anyway, so that's already... Yeah. We've paid homage. We've paid yeah. fromage. But um, <laughs> what what is it that she's done to really seal the deal for you this year, Sam? Well, um, first of all, she came out with that. She came out with her Say Something song, which I just loved. Um, and, it still, and it still sounds great, even though... I mean, it's sort of like a song, non-song. So it's sort of like a bit of background music, but also works as a really good song. And it sounds that's cool number, and fresh. Uh, yeah, and like, exactly. no one was expecting Kylie to sound that relevant this year. Exactly. Or maybe I wasn't. And then, number two, you've got the album, which went to number one. and Magic. And it's... Um, oh, no, it's called Disco, isn't it? It's called Disco, and she became the first female um, to have a number one in the last five decades consecutively. That's number two. Number three, um, she did her Infinite Disco live 50-minute um, extravaganza, which I loved. Mm-hmm. Uh, number four, she turned up in Doers One when she did that, and she stole the... Well, she stole the moment that she was in. And, mm. um, and no, I think that was four. And then five is... Um, Kylie Wine, what can I say? <laughs> well, she also... People like her and Gaga this year who released their albums despite the fact it was lockdown and just mm. thought, you know what, I'm going to give my fans what they want because a lot of people have delayed their projects. I just think they deserve... And, and then to d- deliver a really good project like Chromatica, like Disco. And mm. I just think having a successful project this year it just means t- 
twice as much, doesn't it? Mm. So, mm. Kylie, we salute you. There was no question you were going to get um, our Diva of the Year. Exactly, and I do. She there was some. She went on um, Jessie Ware's podcast, and and she did an advert for Infant Disco and um, promoting the the event. <laughs> and and she like she she sends herself up, which I always love. And she was um she just walked in and she goes she goes just stocking up the fridge, Han, with loads more Kylie wines. And um and I actually bought a case of Kylie wine from Tesco's, which was reduced, and also you got twenty five percent off if you buy six bottles. So it was five pounds a bottle. But secondly, they're not and sponsors, also- Sam. I know, I know. I really, they I really want. Uh, they really should be. But um, but also what I what I do love is the fact that I, I love the fact that you know you didn't you couldn't get the somehow she's managed to get the gays to drink more wine. I mean, you know, you just plaster the name Kylie on it, has have it as rosé, and you know, ship me off to A and E is all I can say. It's the gayest thing you can put in your mouth other than a dick, I would say. Honestly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I'm going to... And also, she just, she just hasn't... She's, you know, promotes it, etc. And she hasn't warned anyone to not drink six bottles in a row. So if I end up... <laughs> if, I end, if I end up in hospital, I'm going to sue her. And that's just breakfast for you, Sam. <laughs> um, um, I, I, when you were saying Kurt Kylie Wine then, it sounded like you were saying Curly Whirly. So I just, <laughs> in, if anyone's confused, I just want to make that clear. It was Kylie Cur- Wine. Kylie, Kylie Whirly. <laughs> Kylie Whirly. Put another Kylie Whirly on the Barbie, Danny. Sorry. <laughs> put another, another Kylie Whirly on the Barbie Wabby. <laughs> on the wet ass pussy, Kylie. Oh my God, we've lost it. See, this is what happens. We, we had a month off from each other and then we saved up all the crazy. Now it's coming out from every orifice. And that's why I've got such a fucking wet ass pussy. I know. I can smell it from over the airwaves. We've got one last award, and it's MP of the Year. But that does not mean politician of the year. That means mortifying person of the year. However, <laughs> it is going to an MP. It is going to a politician. And again, similar to our last award, I think we're going to be unanimous on this, are we, Sam? Uh, well, let's discuss. Should we do a 3 two, one? <laughs> MP <laughs> of the Year. 3 two, one. <laughs> Boris Johnson. <laughs> the first time I've ever not liked a BJ, I have to say. Um, um, I think, yeah. I mean, he's uh, he's just <laughs> he's just been a bit embarrassing, hasn't he? But the thing is, it's I the mean, whole government one... really this year. But him, he's the head. So yeah, you got pretty as well. She's pretty, yeah, pretty. You know, she's I, pretty awful. She pretty pretty. She sort of reminds me of like a female Darth Vader. She's just like really like. <laughs> Uh, 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 uh. You know, you That's can unfair. I wouldn't call her female, but yeah, I see what you mean. <laughs> but um, I think, I mean, I don't think either government would have done a good job of this. But it's just the I whole agree. Bre- yeah, it's just the Brexit thing hanging over as well. But I mean, the one the one thing I do like about uh, Boris Johnson is he's not Donald Trump. But that's it. Yes, uh, we have to give him credit for that. Obviously, that's a great great achievement. Uh, do you know who I? Um, uh, dislike more than Boris is Michael Gove. Oh, and that, that flappy mouth. He looks like he sniffs little girls' bicycle seats. He's just, he's hideous. And I know mm. that that's not part of the job, but it doesn't help. Um, so, I mean, and this year, I really just think they've been so inconsistent. They've been really vague. I feel like they've been intentionally trying to turn the public against each other to so they don't get the blame. And for that, I just think you deserve a shower of shit. Yeah, okay, yeah, absolutely. So that was our final award. I think you'll all agree that that was very well thought out and um, <laughs> and researched within an inch of its life. <laughs> I'm sure ne- this time next year you'll all be on the edge of your seats waiting for the next awards. Who says filler be... episode? 
You'll um, be straight. You'll be straight on the internet researching our uh, written word work because it is as well researched <laughs> as <laughs> but, this podcast. But next week, I think we have a very good episode. Uh, is uh, we still got that going ahead, Sam? Yes, we do. Next week, we should have me interviewing a bag of chips. A bag of chips, match bear, match bear. Unless, unless, of course, she. Um, <laughs> Um, doesn't do it, but um, other than that, that that was the only reason. In which case, next week we'll be doing an episode completely dedicated to slagging off bag of chips. So either way, I'll be a bag of <laughs> chips special. <laughs> um, Brilliant. So as on, always, thank you all for listening. Um, on that note, yes, thank you. <laughs> and we didn't get a chance to do to the moon, uh, but moon we oh. will get we'll get it soon. I hope you haven't worn a special outfit. No worries. <laughs> He's there, sat in a white wedding dress now. Like, <laughs> I was, I've, I've set up a nice background with my Christmas tree, so we'll do that uh, next well, time. We'll have to have that next week. Yes, get in the same position. Yeah, and that is what she said. <laughs> <laughs> Take care, everyone. Thanks. Thank for you so much. Bye. Bye.